Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Man, Twins are on a roll. They've won 10 of the last 11. They're playing the Orioles in Baltimore this evening. Pre-game starts 5.30 right here on your Twins station. News Talk 830 WCCO. Call now and you can win a four-pack of tickets to the Twins taking on Houston. Houston next Tuesday May 10th, a four-pack of tickets. What caller, DJ? Does it matter? Uh, yeah, we're going with caller number three. Call caller number, number three. three. Good luck. Good luck. Well, oh, from twins tickets to abortion. My goodness, we're covering well, it all on this a, show. Yes. That's a tough one, yeah. We had a lively discussion at 3 o'clock, and that is the story of the day. And no, we are not debating abortion because that's, you know, that's something that's not going to change. Whatever Paul and I say about abortion is probably not going to change your mind. But something interesting happened today. A draft opinion, excuse me, yesterday, leaked yesterday that showed uh, the Supreme Court is preparing to strike down Roe v. Wade. It was written by Justice Samuel Alito. It was linked to Politico. And today the court confirmed that the draft is real, but it doesn't represent a final position of any member. Um, justice, excuse me, um, there, there is an uh, a, a investigation into how the leak happened because that is illegal, not okay. To, to allow these leaks to happen. A very small amount of people knew about it. Chief Justice John Roberts said and the investigation is beginning. And that's a good thing because it should not have happened. That's not really how things work in this country, uh, nor should they. So we are um, going to be joined by Rachel Paulos, who is a University of St. Thomas Law School professor, former U.S. attorney for Minnesota. But you know, Paul, this has been a fascinating conversation. And again, not we're not going to debate abortion because that gets us nowhere. But it was an interesting conversation. And the listeners really posed the idea of the Supreme Court not being a function of the will of the people. And I understand that, um, you know, Supreme Court justices are appointed. They really are. And the Supreme Court, one listener said the Supreme Court is just there to uphold the law. Well, you know, that's not really true, because if the Supreme Court was just there to uphold the law, then they would uphold the law of the land, which is Roe v. Wade. But what is happening here is politicization. Help me with that. That's the chemo brain. (laughs) Politicization of the court. I do the same thing. I have trouble with that word, too. I know, right? (laughs) Um, 50 years, that's been the law. Why are they changing it now? Because they can. Because they have the support. So they're taking the opportunity to get political will directed at something they want to change. And they can. 
you know, this was the plan all along to get enough support, get enough justices on the court to be able to overturn this because of somebody's political will. Um, And it worked because it's happening. Joy, the justices at the Supreme Court don't make laws, right? They don't make policy. They're supposed to interpret the law based on the Constitution. And here's the thing, and I want to ask Rachel Pelosi when she comes up Mm -hmm. in a couple of minutes. Uh, The Constitution, which was created in 1787, there is no mention of abortion. Women were having abortions in the late 1700s, and yet the men, no women, the men who created the Constitution did not mention abortion or abortion rights in the Constitution. And so, you know, how do you... Well, that's part of Justice Alito's argument, that it wasn't mentioned in the Constitution, so it should that right to privacy shouldn't be protected. Well, right. if it's not mentioned in the Constitution, that means we can't make laws about it. You know, the Internet is not mentioned in the Constitution, but I imagine very soon there are going to be federal laws about the Internet. So should we not regulate that? Ghost guns aren't mentioned in the Constitution. We have those. You know, there are things that are and they're legal right now. You know, there are things that we need to we need to legislate that may not have been mentioned hundreds of years ago when the Constitution was created. And, you know, if the Supreme Court, yes, I under it's not fundamentally supposed to be the will of the people. It's supposed to uphold the laws which the will of the people vote for and Congress makes. Well, Congress, if that's you think that's the goal of the Supreme Court, that Congress made this law 50 years ago in 1992. Um, it, there was another law that was uh, reinforced. And, you know, Casey versus Planned Parenthood versus Casey, I believe it was 1992. And um, then they need to uphold that law. Yet, yet, they're deciding to change it now. It, it's it's suspect. It's political. It's advantageous to them. They're, they're taking advantage of this moment in time when power has swung that way. And it will have severe effects. Uh, Tim Walls said that this will never happen in Minnesota on his watch. He will right. protect the right for people to get an abortion. Uh, Tina Smith said this is BS. Um, you know, pr- Amy Klobuchar went on Don Lemon and said this is wrong. So um, in Minnesota, if it, if it is left up to the states, you know, it w- it's, our lawmakers are still saying it will remain legal here. And And all the leading GOP candidates for governor in Minnesota have pledged to ban abortion if the Supreme Court does, in fact, overturn Roe v. Wade, whether it's through appointing anti-choice judges, uh, new legislation, or supporting amendments to the Minnesota Constitution. But again, even if it gets turned, if, if it gets overturned by the Supreme Court, it would be kicked down to the states, right? So you're going to have some mm-hmm. states where it's mm-hmm. still legal, other states right. where it's not. And uh, we want we have a lot of questions for Professor Rachel Pelos from the University of St. Thomas. She's up next. Rachel Pelos, professor at the University of St. Thomas Law School, a former United States attorney from Minnesota, has said, quote, I'm appalled by the procedural breach here. We're talking about the Supreme Court leak of the draft report and what it means for the court institutionally to experience such a betrayal. She joins us now on the John Schuster Hotline. Um, Professor Paulos, we are so happy to have you back to shake this out with us. Good afternoon. I'm happy to have the opportunity to speak with you. Okay, so what does this mean institutionally as a betrayal? Um, where And how does the court move forward from here? 
Well, this breach represents the first time that any draft opinion has been leaked from the court. I think it's an egregious violation of trust, and I think that the person or persons who leaked the document need to be identified and dealt with Mm -hmm. under the law. Um, I do think it is encouraging that the Chief Justice seems um, uh, motivated to investigate the leak and that he understands that this damages the court's sense of trust within its own walls and uh, outside the institution that people, we expect better um, from the employees of the court, whether it's a justice or a law clerk or some other employee. There are, as you pointed out, a very limited number of people who had access to this document. Professor Paulos, the draft, the leaked draft says it's time to heed the Constitution and return the issue of abortion to the people's elected representatives. In other words, each state would have the ability uh, to regulate abortion or not regulate abortion. And yet, as you point out, the Constitution makes no direct reference to abortion. And there are some who believe that the you know the people who framed the constitution back in 1787 were silent on abortion because many of its drafters believed that like virtually all medical procedures uh, abortion should remain unregulated as a matter of law so how do we interpret the silence and the fact that it seems many of the people that wrote the constitution believe that abortion was not the business of the courts or the lawmakers to address? Well, that is the argument that is contained in this draft opinion. And while there's part of me that's loath to discuss it, because I do think this mm-hmm. is such an egregious leak, um, it's, it's clear from this draft majority opinion, which at this point seems to have five votes, that the um, majority of the court believes that the regulation of abortion That question is a moral question that should be decided by the people, by the citizens, not by nine unelected people on the Supreme Court. And so one of the things that they write in this opinion is that Roe v. Wade set a boundary and also Casey versus Planned Parenthood of Pennsylvania set a boundary between a woman's right to choose and, quote, potential life. And now instead of the court deciding where that boundary should lie, the people will decide Um, And so uh, the regulation of abortion will return to the realm of lawmakers, not judges, um, primarily Congress and the state legislatures, which can do something about this if they so choose. Um, And it's interesting that that of the states that weighed in on this and submitted amici briefs, 26 states asked the court to overrule Roe with this case. Interesting. Hmm. Can you share with us um, the role of the Supreme Court? You know, we were talking earlier today, and the listener brought up this good point. He said it's not the job of the Supreme Court to um, to to do the will of the people or reflect the times. It's only the job of the Supreme Court to uphold the law. And I thought to myself, well, it's only their job to uphold the law. Then, you know, they wouldn't have challenged Roe. That, that was the law of the land for 50 years. So um, mm-hmm. does the Supreme Court ever consider, um, you know, climate, culture, uh, what 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 the the will of the people is when they're interpreting the Constitution? I think you bring up two interesting questions. And question number one is, what's the role of the court? That is hotly debated. And it really depends on where you stand. Uh, And so um, the conservatives or originalists uh, believe that 
in the words of Chief, Just- Chief Justice Roberts at his confirmation hearing, that it is not the role of the court to set public policy or to decide fundamental moral issues, that it's the role of the court to, to serve as an empire to call balls and strikes in his memorable language. Whereas progressives or liberals would say that the court should, the Constitution is a living document, it should evolve with the times, and the justices should, in their opinions, reflect what um, uh, the people's will is. Um, and that brings me to the second challenge, which is the people's will on this is is and has been for many decades hotly divided, which is why this has been such a rancorous issue um, and why the court says they don't want to be in the business of deciding this issue anymore. They want the people to decide it. Uh, I'm just curious, Professor Pelosi, um, you say now the big question is which way Chief Justice Roberts will vote, and yet I'm doing the math here. I mean, on the conservative side, you have Alito, you have Thomas, you have Gorsuch, you have Kavanaugh, and and Amy Coney Barrett. Uh, mm-hmm. On the liberal side, to the left, you've got Breyer, Sotomayor, and Kagan. And even if Roberts throws in his towel, you know, throws in the towel with with the liberals, um, it would still seem that the conservative wing of the Supreme Court would be able to to get this overturned and. What? So that's one question. The other question is, why leak this now? Is this an attempt right. to short-circuit the process? It doesn't make any sense, and I've, I've sort of turned this over in my own head about why leak this now. Um, and you're right. The, if the numbers stay where they are um, and Dobbs is a draft opinion, then, uh, then Roe will be overturned regardless of how Chief Justice Roberts votes. I do think, given what he has said about the importance of the institution and trying to insulate it from um, political wins, it will just be interesting to see where he, as the leader of the court, lands on this issue. Um, And whether, to go back to your other question about motives, one of the motives was to influence him um, or any other justice who may be sitting on the fence or or um, not absolutely firm in his or her vote. I mean, because the, the, the fact of the matter is that there is a preliminary vote on cases immediately after oral argument. And then there's a process that involves um, uh, many layers of writing and editing. Um, and so while the chambers are circulating drafts, you don't have a final vote until you have a final vote. And so until the final draft is agreed upon, justices may change their position. So was this done to, to fire up the Democratic base and help the, help the Democratic Party? Well, um, that's one of the um, forms of speculation that's, that's been floating around. Um, I'm not sure that that makes a lot of sense, given that one way or the other, the decision was going to be handed down this summer before the midterm elections in the fall. And so the result would have been known to the American people. Um, was it done to pressure justices, especially any of the five in the majority, to change their votes in response to public pressure? Again, um, trying to do that at this point would be seen as as political maneuvering, which is something that the court has tried uh, or said that it does not want to be seen as appearing to do. Um, so uh, regardless of what the motive was, 
it, it was a terrible act. It was a terrible betrayal of trust, and it needs to be addressed because this cannot happen again and should not happen going forward for critical issues. There needs to be trust among the justices and their clerks and other yeah. employees that what they say and how they deliberate um, is held in confidence. Professor Rachel okay. Paulos from the University of St. Thomas, former U.S. attorney, thank you so much. We will call on you again, as we always do, for your wide breadth of experience um, and knowledge. Thank you. Thank you. You got it. Uh, twins tickets given away, and now the Twins pregame, right? Go yes. Twins! We'll catch you tomorrow. Thanks, Jor. I barely even missed Jordana who? We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.